Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. My name is Bella and we're here for another week, which is very exciting. It is exciting. It's a little bit sad because I wish I wasn't at this part of the week. Like I really, really wish that I was just really close to home and didn't have to leave tomorrow. And that's okay though. That's okay. We're just dealing with that. It's fine. I'm okay. It's not the end of the world. I just have really enjoyed it being this week at home. It's made me realise how much I just love coming home. But I've realised there really is, like, there's not loads to do when you come home. Do you know what I mean? Like, everyone just goes out, which is really fun. And it's great to see everyone. But, like, long-term-wise, it's not, like, I miss being in the city. I miss being able to, like, see, I miss seeing so many people. You really are isolated and you don't realise how isolated you are and you don't realise how, like, little other people you see like I love looking at people's outfits and what everyone's wearing and thinking about where people are going and just looking about what free events you're on like there are so many more things you can do with a free day and I think I push myself to do those when I'm in London because they are on my doorstep whereas I'm here I'm just like oh, I'll just watch films today which has been lovely and I really think I needed that change of pace like I think when I left London I was feeling quite overwhelmed about London and I think this is a commonality that like a lot of people in London share like I don't know how you can move to London long term forever unless you have a lot of money now apart from the fact it costs so much you'd need to spend so much to get a house it's like in a place where it doesn't feel that intense all of the time because you could not live at that level of intenseness forever you'd explode it would be awful it, I would not enjoy that experience and I love London and I've been thinking a lot about like how long I see myself in London for and everyone says three years is like a good amount of time and I think I know what they mean and I still don't know what the next step would be like I don't I don't know what where I'll go next I'm really not sure I've been thinking a lot about maybe Manchester but I don't know I really don't know I think I try and predict these things and I try and work out what I'm going to do in the future but the reality is it's like I don't know and that's okay it is fine that I don't know and I keep telling myself this and it is fine that I don't know it really is okay but it doesn't make it easier it doesn't make the not knowing better because I think sometimes I think I'm leaving in like the coming August and I forget I've got an entire year more than that but I think at that point I'll have really done London do you know what I mean like I feel like if I left now I wouldn't have experienced everything and so I'm glad that that's not happening just yet and I'm also glad that I'm not moving home home because it's a very romanticized idea of what I have of living at home would actually be because I've got to remember if I actually did move here like none of my friends that I've seen the past week would be here my boyfriend wouldn't be here my best friend wouldn't be here my sisters wouldn't be here it would be a very 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 different type of life and I was thinking back to all of the content that I used to produce because guys I'm having an overhaul of everything I really want to like properly try and properly do it this year and I've realized that I need to put as much effort into kind of like lifestyle type content as I do just the TikTok general content and so I've been trying to think about why was I so much better at this and I was living at home and it's because I had so much more free time I literally had so much more free time but I really want to buy a camera that's going to be my next thing that I really need to buy that's going to be the next thing that I think will really, really help me in kind of up-leveling what I want to do. Because it's so easy to just kind of carry on doing what you're doing and not thinking that you need to make any change. When in reality, like, you do. You need to make 
you need to continually upgrade the things that you're doing. And so for the first time, I bought a ring light and a phone stand. Maybe this should be a purchase I made two years ago, but I just didn't think it was essential. And I don't still think it is essential. Like you can just start without having any of these things. And I bought a microphone, which I think all of these little things are slowly upgrading. And then the next thing is a camera. But anyway, let's talk about Christmas because it's been, it's been a week. It's been such a week. Christmas was so lovely. I loved having Christmas Eve on Sunday. It felt like there was a big run up to Christmas. I feel like the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it meant I got to see everyone and see so much family. And then the actual Christmas day was just so relaxed because it was just my little family. But I am exhausted. I'm so tired. I was so planning on like coming back from this Christmas break being like, oh, I feel absolutely fine. I feel so relaxed, so refreshed. That hasn't happened in the slightest. I do not feel refreshed. I feel exhausted and I've got New Year's Eve tomorrow and going out is the last thing I want to do, but it's fine. I feel like it's because Boxing Day was like the best night out I've ever been on. I woke up in that morning and I was like, last night was the best night of my life. Since then, I've re re-established, not re-established, re-evaluated. I wouldn't say it was the best night of my life, but it was definitely a good one. I ended it singing the climb karaoke in front of a pub full of people with people waving their arms. It was my, it might have been the best moment of 2023. I can't lie. I felt unstoppable. And do you know what it was? Tequila rose shots. Never had them before. They were delicious. It literally tasted like strawberry milk. Would definitely recommend. Other thing I tried was um, white chocolate Baileys, but the one from Aldi. That tastes like uh, mini milks. Delicious. Not that strong either. You know, when you're just wanting something, but you don't want something that's like wine, because I think I've, oh, I could not drink wine right now. That would be disgusting. I think wine is definitely something that you grow into because I used to really, really, really hate all alcoholic drinks when I was like 19 and 20. Now I'm 23, like I'm starting to like them and I never understood when people were like, yeah, your palate's going to change and I really didn't believe them, but your palate really does change. Like it really does evolve and you don't realise because there's things I like now that I wouldn't have ever dreamed of liking then. And there's also things I liked back then that I, well, not now. Like I used to drink way more spirits. I don't really drink spirits anymore. And I never understood because my mum also made this same transition of like, you used to drink spirits and then only drank wine a bit. Never understood it. Now I get it. Because the hangover, I cannot hack a spirit hangover. That piercing headache, even if I only have a couple of drinks, I feel awful. And so... I think beer and wine are the way forward. Boxing Day was so funny, though. The next day was a write-off, even though I managed to have, like, 12 hours of sleep, eat a meal beforehand. Like, it was... I wasn't so much of a write-off. I was just exhausted, like, really, really tired. And I can never sleep in past nine. Nine is my limit of sleep. Like, today I'm so tired, but I just can't sleep in further than that. It's like a limit that is placed on my body clock, which is annoying because my boyfriend is the opposite. So then the next day was a write-off and I had to see family and I was just very tired. But the next day I'm back, I went for a lovely walk, I recorded loads of content with my new microphones, I also do went to my grandparents' house, we had a lovely Christmas evening and then today I'm going into town because none of the clothes that I ordered for New Year's Eve fit, none of them absolutely none of them which was disheartening but not the end of the world so I'm going to go into town today and buy some jeans because I was going to buy white jeans but I think I'm going to buy black jeans instead because I think black jeans 
I'll wear them again. Whereas white jeans, I probably, I'm way too clumsy to wear that. And then tomorrow we're going out for sushi lunch, which is delicious because there's a really good sushi restaurant in Scarborough. Um, I'm not sure what it's called, but I'll update you on that next week. And then I'm going to Manchester for New Year's Eve and I'm so, I am excited. Like I will be excited once my brain gets there. Just It's because my brain hasn't got there yet. And that's why I'm a bit like, oh, the thought, the thought of doing that right now. Like I feel like I've had a very big week. I also feel like I have a lot going on in my head at the moment and I just need to work out how to compartmentalise it all and work out how to just kind of, like, what do I want to do with You've Got Mail? What do I want to do with content creation? What what do I think I need? Oh, do you know what I mean? Like, there's so many things and this is the year where I actually want to take it seriously and I just think I don't know how to do it all. And if you have any feedback, that would be very helpful. I can't lie. I need people to tell me what they like and what they don't like so I can actually improve it. Otherwise, it's just going to be dictated by me. And maybe I don't like things that are the right things. Do you know what I mean? It's so tricky. I also... My mum says I do this every year where I'm like, I'm going to reinvent myself as soon as January the 1st happens, but I am going to reinvent myself this year. I'm thinking of doing the 75 soft but in a very gentle way. I'd say maybe calling it the 75 ultra soft. Basically just 75 days of me trying to stick to a routine because I think if I give myself an entire year to stick to a routine, I'll get overwhelmed. But if I say 75 days, I can do that. And I think I'll just try and go to the gym once a day or at least go for a walk or do something outside. I'm going to try and read. I'm going to try and drink more water. I'm going to try and meditate. I'm going to try and stretch. And I made a whole list of things I'm trying to do. TikTok and Instagram. Like I'm actually going to try this year, guys. Even though I say this every January. But I am. I am going to try. New routine. This is going to be a new me. I'm going to be... You're going to be shocked. You're going to be in awe at what is about to happen with You've Got Mail. I really hope that's the case anyway. I really hope I listen back to this podcast episode. I'm like, yeah, I was right. I really hope that's what we're going for. But anyway, onto the content part of this week's episode where we are reflecting on the entire year that has just gone because it's been a big one. Twenty twenty three has been a year, to say the least. Like twenty twenty three has been a year where so many things have happened and I've met so many incredible people and I really think though it was dictated by my masters and this was always going to be the case but I really feel like this year like being in education again and finding out I had ADHD like actually let's have a think about how many things have happened in the January I found out I had ADHD had all of my exams so many of them went wrong with my extra time and everything that was really really stressful Then I kind of, everything was okay. I got through those two terms. Then I had to write my master's dissertation. And then I had to rewrite it with two weeks to go. Then I submitted it whilst I was in Vietnam. I had to edit it in Vietnam. I went traveling in Vietnam. Then I came back. Then I started my job. Then I've been continually working at that job whilst trying to like balance my life in London and having a long distance relationship and also creating the podcast content. And throughout all of this, like, I've been seeing all my friends and creating loads of different memories and having such like a lovely time. But I really feel like these were big chapter points. And when I look back at my year, I feel like I should have done more. Like, I feel like I should have more achievements. But I am proud of myself because these achievements that I did were massive. They weren't, for me anyway, like, I'm not saying they're massive in general life, but like, for me, these were things that I found really, really hard. And managing to get myself a job in London was like a proper big stress. 
it was very difficult. There is not a lot of jobs going at the moment, which is ironic because like there's so many great people out there who need really great jobs, but there just aren't any jobs out there that will fit the bill for exactly what you need because London is so expensive now. Like I'm spending £800 a month on my rent. That's going to go up soon. That's going to be disgusting when that does. And I mean, I'm scared and I am nervous, but it's fine. I'm just going to cross that bridge when I come to it and not stress about it now. But I really thought this year I've grown a lot in confidence. And I think that's the thing that I'm really going to take into 2024 is like, I don't really care now what people think. And I've never really been like that ever in my life. And I think out of all of the achievements that I've had over the past year about everything that I've done and everything that I'm proud of myself for, like doing karaoke in front of everyone in a pub seems like a really silly thing. And it is a silly thing. It was just a fun little silly thing. But my boyfriend was like, two years ago, you would never have even dreamt of doing that. You wouldn't even have thought about doing that. And now look at you. And I was like, I know. Like, I really have realised that life is short and no one cares. Everyone feels stupid and no one cares. Like, no one cares. And I've realised it's way less embarrassing to go for something wholeheartedly than it is to half-assed go for something. Because when you feel embarrassed about something, people pick up on that. And so you may as well just go for it entirely. You may as well really, really put your all into everything. And I think... That is something that I've been starting to do. But I think I may have like tilted this a bit far in the sense of I just kind of felt kind of like I haven't been prioritizing the right things in the past couple of months because it's been Christmas and I don't regret that. But that is something that I'm excited to take into the new year is having this balance of realizing that nothing matters and no one cares and you should be really confident and like it's all just a big game. It's all just a big game of life of trying to create as many memories as you can, whilst also trying to stay a bit more diligent and a bit more determined, not not determined, diligent is what I mean. And like disciplined is the perfect word in my own personal endeavors because I work, I'm really good at it all. But what I mean is more with You've Got Mail and with the Instagram, with social media, I feel like I have been lacking with it and I want to start really, really being like strict with myself about it. Not so much that it ever becomes all-consuming and it ever becomes something that I feel overwhelmed by, but in the sense of I do feel like I'm pushing it forward rather than it's dragging me forward. Because I think this is the issue sometimes with passion projects is that if you don't actively put time into them, it can feel like it's an unnecessary thing to do and you start losing the love for it. And I think having these past couple of weeks where I haven't really been on it, I've been, I've recorded so many vlogs and I just haven't edited them. And I think that's really lazy of me. Like, why have I done that? I've put in the hard effort. I just need to edit them. And I think putting in the time and doing that has been something that's made me realize it's something I need to do more because I was so on top of it for a time and then I was like oh no I don't have to do all of this this is overwhelming and now I need to get back to it because this year has taught me so much about myself and it's taught me so much more like I'm so much stronger than I think I am I have so much more ability to work hard than I thought I did and I always knew I could but this year has really shown me that I can but it's also taught me a lot about boundaries and I think that's something that I haven't really thought about before that I don't have the best kind of like boundaries with work and boundaries with what I'm doing and boundaries with what I need to do and I think that's something that 
2024 will definitely be a more priority for me is working out what do I need to do and how can I do this and is this necessary is this unnecessary having boundaries with work having boundaries with when I want to go to like sleeping schedules do you know what I mean I'm also going to really try and cut down on my screen time because I watched the TikTok and it was like even if your screen time is only three hours a day that is 53 days you are spending on your phone a year and I was like that's over a month if I spend over a month really prioritizing creating content over consuming content I'd be in a such better place and so this is what I'm really going to try and do is cut down on my TikTok scrolling because I know I do it too much and I do it as a form of escapism because sometimes I just feel so overwhelmed that I just need something to distract me and it feels just like I'm looking out of a train window. Sometimes going on TikTok gives me that same level of relief of just watching something and it not really meaning anything and I don't know why I'd want something like that like I don't know why I'm finding everything overwhelming but do you know what I mean? Sometimes I find those two types of things similar And so I think that's why I do end up scrolling, but I will need to cut that down and I do want to stop doing that. And I think that's something that I'm definitely going to take into the new year as something to stop. Because I do all of these things. I have the worst nighttime routine. I don't have a morning routine. I don't have any type of routines in my life. And having ADHD means that like I thrive off routines. Routines are what make me flow and make me feel on top of things and make me feel accomplished and right now I don't have one and I can feel the impact of that like I can feel how I feel just a bit unsettled I feel I'm not sleeping very well I'm not doing any of the things I want to do and so I know this routine needs to come back into my life it's just doing it gradually and not doing everything all at once because I think when I try and do everything all at once I get overwhelmed and I just can't do it it's like trying to start a new lifestyle straight away and cutting everything else off cold turkey So instead, I'm going to try and start by going to bed earlier and waking up earlier. And I just know I'm going to end up doing everything, even though I'm telling you all not to do everything all at once. I do think I am going to do everything very quickly together because it's kind of an all or nothing approach I think will make me end up doing it. But I think a lot of my goals for the next year are mainly focused on like my life and my lifestyle. And for the first time, like not really bothered about I think for so long, so many of my goals were like physically focused, which was really sad to look back on and think that like, this is what I really wanted was like that type of physique and that type of like gym routine and stuff. Whereas instead, like I do want to go to the gym, but mainly for like just my mental health. I just want to be consistent with it for the first time in my life because I have never been consistent with the gym ever. And I mean, also consistently trying hard because I've never, like sometimes I just go and I don't really try that hard. And I just go and I see what happens and I'm like, I went. Whereas like, I actually want to try and push myself. I think this is the year. Last year was the year I grew in a lot of confidence and I really like, I I became so much more confident. This year I want to become very determined. Like I want to feel like supercharged. Like I want to feel like a rocket and I want to achieve all of my goals and I want to get like promotions and I want to reach 1 million followers. And like, I have massive goals and maybe they are unrealistic, but I want to really feel like I'm working towards something because I think that's what I've been really missing the past month, working towards something. And I think that's why periods of rest are so important because it gives you that newfound energy and that hunger to push you forward, to make you try something new, which I might not have otherwise had. I might not have otherwise done because I think it's really easy to get really overwhelmed with work and with everything that's going on 
that you feel so tired that you don't give your brain time to rest, that you lose the passion that you have for your passion projects because you're just exhausted. Whereas having this time off, being able to just do other things and also I haven't filled my time with podcast things. I've really just had a break from absolutely everything and that has been so, so important. So as you're setting your goals for the new year, I want you to think about a word that makes you feel excited about what you want to do. Like I feel like my last one was confidence and this year is going to be determination. It's going to be like really being just very determined to achieve like stuff just for myself because every single thing that I've done beforehand has been like educational work-based and not that those things weren't for myself but like you've got mail as an entirely selfish endeavor and it would mean the world to me if I could actually make it properly properly work but anyway on to the question part for this week's podcast guys I may have accidentally messed up I may have accidentally stayed up till 2am writing a vision board for myself because I saw this new way to do it where you do it with like post-it notes and everything and it is quite complicated but everyone was like this has worked incredibly like I have managed to achieve everything and so of course I was going to stay up and do it but it is New Year's Eve and I've only had seven hours sleep and it was my last day of full restful sleep and I'm exhausted and I was went meant to wake up early and do the podcast and I haven't woken up early and it's all just you know it's all just not coming together very, very well at all. But anyway, we've got time for the question parts and we've got time for the new things I've done this week because I am slightly organised. We have got some things ready and waiting. So on to the question part for this week's podcast. Now, let me get the questions up. Okay, here. Oh, I did ask a while ago. I did really expect me to do this like at least three days ago. Okay. I'm only 20 and I'm so stuck between a career and travelling, but I don't know what career I want, which is making it very hard. Uni, job, travel, list is endless. We've all been there and it's okay. And I think that's what you need to realise is everyone is in that exact same position. No one knows what they want to do, really. And I think a lot of people end up going travelling because there's less commitment with it. And I think whilst you're trying to work out what you truly want to do, if you are financially able to, then travelling can be a great opportunity to meet so many new types of people, to hear about so many different types of lives and different ways that you could experience your life. Because travelling is great for the things you get to see and the places you get to go to, but it's also really great for the people you get to meet and the life stories they get to tell you. Because I really feel like the people you meet along the way influence you to do different things because your mind is open to different ways of life. Your mind is open to different things and that's why doing that before starting a career can be really really beneficial especially if you don't know what to do because like my boyfriend is like a perfect example he wasn't sure what he wanted to do went traveling met someone who did the course that he ended up doing because he didn't even know that was a course you could do and I kind of regret going straight into uni to be honest like looking back like it's all worked out fine and I'm happy with my life path and I know that I would never have done it so there's no like major life regret there but I do wish that I had taken a gap year and I do wish that I had pushed myself to go travelling on my own because I think that would have been something that really matured me even before I went to uni. I think that would have been a really, really beneficial experience and I just wish I had done that. And so if you are in the financial situation where you are able to go travelling, if you are able to make this work, then I would probably suggest that because along the way of you travelling, you'll start to think about what type of career you want, you'll meet different people, You'll think about the different lives, different careers. You'll think about the nine to five career. Is that what you want? Or do you want hospitality? Or do you want like something totally different? Do you want remote working? Do you want to work in an office? Like all of these different things. 
you'll start to think about, because I think the main thing that you're questioning is what your purpose is. And that's something that so many 20-year-olds have, is like, what is my purpose? What am I going to do? But a massively, I'm I'm doing this now, and a massively kind of, what's it, reassuring thought, is that our frontal lobe hasn't fully developed yet. We're only, tw- I'm only 23, you're only 20. We are not fully mature yet. Once we're 25, the world will look a lot different and you'll understand your purpose so much more and you'll stop second-guessing everything and you'll feel so much more confident in yourself. And so just know that it's okay not to know what you're doing. It's actually very, very normal not to know what you're doing. It's actually exactly what everyone else is feeling. At 20, I had no idea. At 20, I think I was on a gap year. I have just kind of like followed this path that I'd laid for myself. But I've always... I don't know if that's always the best thing to do because it did limit in what I was able to achieve outside of the path. And I think that's why I ultimately started You've Got Mail because it meant that I could start dreaming again. And so you need to find your passion project. You need to find the thing that makes you tick. You need to find the thing that you really enjoy doing. And then try to work out how you could get a job near that or which has skills that are somewhat similar to that. Or the other way of looking at it is I also see a lot of people being like, your career doesn't have to be everything. You can just work for money. You can just work for money to experience the world and have a very low stress job. And that is absolutely okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. And a lot of the world has become like very career focused, especially on like TikTok and Instagram. But I see so many people also just trying to push this like, you don't have to love your job. You can just see your job as a job that allows you to have this great life that it provides you with. And that's the other way of looking at it. But please don't stress too much. Promise you're not on the own in feeling this way. Everyone is feeling a little bit lost. Have you ever been heartbroken? And if so, any tips to get through it? Oh, I have an entire breakup series, which I recorded last year. Um, So I definitely recommend listening to that because that has like a four stage process of just breakup advice. Because I go through everything on that podcast series. But I think my main thing about heartbreak is realising that Well, first off, try and have no contact. Try and move on. Try and give yourself space to grow. Because the thing is, you need to work out who you are. You're heartbroken because this life that you guys had together is shattered. And it's not here anymore. And that is really, really upsetting. But it's also very freeing because now you get to create a life yourself. And there are so few opportunities where you get to totally reinvent yourself. And that's exciting, but you can only fully focus on that if you're fully focusing on yourself. If you're not thinking about what other people think and you're not thinking about what they think. So I would really try and reduce contact as much as you can because you're just holding both of you back. You need to accept that, well, I don't know the exact situation, but I need to accept that like we were moving on and that was that. And we weren't going to be together ever again. And so it may as well just start the move on process now. And then I think you've just got to realise that time... Time is the only thing that is going to make this better. You are going to feel really shit at the beginning. You're going to feel really sad at the beginning. Because it is sad when you lose a best friend. But you've got to realise you were okay before them. And you will be okay after them. And you are much stronger than you think. But anyway, on to the new things I've done this week. Because my train leaves in four hours. My packing is currently shocking. And I want to finish my vision board. Because I've got to now write out my affirmations around the board. And... I'm a bit nervous anyone's going to see. So on to the new things I've done this week and I finally watched Saltburn and that show. (laughs) Do not watch it if you are already like, 
I, I never understood what everyone was on about. Like, when it's like when you go in to think you're watching like a lovely little rom-com and you come out traumatised. Oh, it was so bad. I watched it when I was hungover as well. I don't know. It was a really good film. Like, I actually really, like, it made me think a lot after I'd watched it and I really like that about a film. So I'd recommend it on that front. But it's definitely not one to watch with your family. On the total other end of the spectrum, like really silly films, I watched The Hot Tub Time Machine number two last night. I thought it was really funny. Like it was a very easy watch. I was just scrolling and I was doing my little landing. I, do you know how to use landing to make a collage? It looks great. I didn't realise you could do it on Pinterest because my Pinterest wasn't working. So I just used landing instead. I'm loving it. Would definitely recommend. Other new things that I've been doing this week... I haven't read anything. I wish I had. I really haven't. But I have started using Juno again. And Juno is like the Duolingo, but for money and for investments and for finance. And I just think it's really great because it's something that I want to, like, I want to be more knowledgeable about money in this coming year. And I want to make more educated, like, financial decisions because right now I just, like, save and spend. There's nothing else really to it. And I want to be doing more. And so that's been an app that I've been really enjoying and I like it more than Duolingo because there's videos and stuff. It's less, I find Duolingo hard to use, but one of my visions is to learn Mandarin. And so I'm going to have to be starting Duolingo very, very rapidly. But I hope you've had a lovely Christmas period and if it hasn't been lovely, I hope you've at least had a restful Christmas period and or just a restful break if you don't celebrate Thank you for listening. It honestly makes my day. And I better leave because I need to pack because I'm going to Manchester today. Literally today. Talk about lastminute.com. But thank you so much for listening. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at you've got mail underscore pod and on TikTok at the same little username thing. But I love you and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.